Yoohoo and hi hi! Welcome to another tutorial and there is nothing wrong with your computer screen or your phone or your iPad or whatever you're on. I'm here and I'm sitting in the dark to prove a point and just to prove that point that I am here, here's a little bit of light. For those of you listening to this on the podcast, I just want to point out that this audio you're listening to is from a video I made for my blog and in that video I do show examples of the things I'm talking about. If you want to keep listening on the podcast, that's cool too. But keep in mind you can go to theroamingdp.com and see visual examples of the things we're covering. Now, people have asked, um, when it comes to shooting a dark scene, how do, I, how do I shoot it so that, first of all, the shadows are clean, and second of all, how do I shoot it to still look dark when I have to bring in a bunch of lights to light up actors, the backgrounds, even if you're outside, you have to light up the woods. So how do you still make something look like it's in a dark setting? Well, imagine me here, and we've seen this a bunch of times in movies, and somebody is trapped in a house, trapped in a cellar, and for some reason there's a light swinging above them, just one light bulb. And this is, if you can't see it, this is just my uh, phone light here. Um, but here you go, real simple, real simple trick, real simple. And I want to point out that the, the shadows around me right now in the background, to my sides even, I'm wearing a dark, a dark shirt for this. All the shadows are very clean, <clears throat> meaning there's not a lot of electronic noise that you have to be looking at. So in this tutorial, the f it's kind of a two-parter, and the first part is how do you get those clean shadows? Well, I'm shooting this tutorial with a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K. Its native ISO is 400. The native ISO of your camera is where you're gonna get the cleanest image from your camera, meaning it's taking the light that you give it, and in this case it's just the phone shining on my face, the camera sees this light and takes it in and just processes it. Uh, a mistake that a lot of people make is that they think they have to maybe light a scene dark and you know with, with minimal lights, with not enough light, and then boost their ISO. And that's not what you want to do, and I'm going to show you an example of that. So. Um, right now, I'm going to, you're not going to see me probably because I'm going to show you the background. So I'm shining my light in the background of this scene. And you don't see anything. You still see just nice pure shadows. So sometimes the mistake people make is, you know, if you, you don't have enough light in the background, maybe you can't afford the light in the background. Um, you have some lights, but you've used them elsewhere. I don't know, whatever, but we're going we're gonna to stay with this example of the background. Um, they'll say, well, there's not enough light back there for the camera to pick up. So what I need to do is boost my ISO. And I'm going to show you why that's not the thing to do and show you why that creates that nasty, full of static and noise image that you don't want. So again, here's me shining in the back of my room. You don't see anything. But now I'm going to boost the ISO of the camera and we're going to see what happens. So now because we boosted the ISO, I think I'm at 8,000 here and the native on the camera I might have said earlier on this Blackmagic 4K is 400. And I boosted the ISO to 8,000. That means the camera's working extremely hard to pick up any kind of light it possibly can and boost it electronically, okay? So first of all, my face is completely blown out because the camera's doing this, but we can now see the background. But and I'm sorry, I'm looking down at my monitor just to make sure that we're all seeing the same thing. If you look at the background, look at all the noise in the, the whites of the cabinets behind me. 
that is not what we want. So what do we do instead? Well, let me show you. So I've set my camera back to its native ISO 400. So again, the pictures should be nice and clean. And I've added a little light to the background here, just so that you can see that even giving the scene a little bit of light, the background is still clean. The bluish color is still clean. The shadows are still clean. And that's because I've lit for the center of the camera. And you might have read that or heard that before. What does that mean? And honestly, when I was starting out, that's something that really confused me but now it makes complete sense. It basically means you put your camera to the ISO that's native for that camera, and then you use enough light in your scene, lighting the things you want the audience to see, with enough light that you don't have to make the camera work. So you can still have very little light, like this light in the background, this blue light, that's not a lot of light back there. But the camera still sees it and processes it, and it's not overworking to make it brighter than it actually is. And when I do this, you see that I'm in shadow and I'm clean too. Again, the sensor is not overworking. The sensor is not introducing uh, energy, you know, electrical energy into the scene. You're not getting that crazy pattern noise. Now, I think that maybe when I upload this to YouTube, you're gonna see a little bit of noise in the background, but that's simply from the rendering process and the uploading process and the compression of the picture to go online. Um, with these settings here, this, this picture is very, very clean. Okay, so here's a slightly different setup. Instead of my cell phone acting like a, a little light bulb next to me, I've got a nice big soft box right here putting some nice soft light on me. You'll notice still the shadows around me, things fall off into darkness. I'm looking at my monitor and I'm not sure, but you might be seeing some of the room back there. That's okay. Um, if I wanted to, I could put a, a flag here and completely block this light from showing anything in the background. But for the purposes of this video, it's okay. But I, I did mention I'm in a, just a, an entirely white walled room. Everything in here is white. So I've stopped the light from really exploding into the space by using a grid inside the light. So that's going to keep that's gonna keep all the illumination from this coming straight down onto me. Again, there's a little bit of spill onto the walls. Again, I could negative fill it, put a flag in front of it, and that would disappear. But you can see that even though I'm more lit up, and if I was, if I was the actor or an actress, you would see my face, you would see my eyes, you would see my expressions, which is really important. So I'm well lit, but I'm still sitting in darkness. And now I've added a practical lamp in the background just to kind of give the space I'm in a little more personality so that the audience, you, or if you're watching a movie, the movie watching audience can see that there's something going on behind me. There's light back there, but it doesn't distract and it doesn't fill up the space back there with light. There's still tons of shadow. Again, I'm going to keep going back to that. When you light for darkness, watch your shadows, block light from hitting things where you don't want light and have the shadows tell the audience that you're in a dark space. Let's add some more lights. Now I've added a kicker light over here to my side that's hitting the side of my face. And in my mind, and what I'm saying is that this light hitting my face here is coming from this practical back behind me. But it's actually, it's another light. But it's giving my face a little more dimension. It's giving the scene a little more drama. It's filling in that dark side of my face a little bit. And 
we're still talking about darkness in the room, which again, I keep coming back to, there's still shadow in the room. Now, I think that most likely this light that I have trained at my face is also hitting some of the scene behind me. Again, I'm in my monitor, it's hard for me to tell from this angle. But I do get the suspicion that it's throwing light back there that I don't want. So when I light for shadows, like I said earlier, I make sure to block light from going places I don't want it to. So I'm going to just put a flag, a tiny flag next to this light, and I'm gonna block it from shooting light that way. I only want it here. So you should see a difference, I think, in the background in just a second. Okay, there, I hope I'm right. We still have behind me, in these nice clean shadows, we still have an empty space. So back in the beginning of the video, I mentioned, well, what if, uh, what if I'm some crazy guy in a lab or say I am in, um, I'm in a library in my house and you want the audience to see back there. And usually you do, you wanna light your foreground, your middle and your background. So let me put a light on in the background. We'll see how that looks. I have one, two, three, four lights going. It still looks dark in here. We have this big soft box here trained basically at my face. If I was the actor, uh, you'd be able to see me and understand the emotions I'm trying to portray. We have the kick light over here, kind of filling me in just a tiny bit over here, giving me a little bit of something going on here. Have the practical lamp back here, and we've got the fourth light, which is lighting up the background a little bit. So I do want to say, I want to point out, this is not an amazingly technical setup. This, uh, the green light back here, I just have a panel on the floor pointed up. Um, you know, I didn't do a lot of lighting planning for this, but that's okay because I just wanted to show you, you know, a practical example of how to have lights in a scene and still have it look dark. And again, we've got four lights in here, lighting up different things and it still looks dark because of the shadows. So I'm gonna say it one more time, watch your shadows, keep the shadows in there if you want. If, um, if I were to put all these lights to max, say, uh, all daylight balanced. You'd be like, wow, this guy's in a, in a house with a ton of windows. And it would be a completely different thing for the audience. They would think this is all daylight just flooding here. Or if you're outside in the sun, obviously think about the amount of shadows in the sun. There's not really that much unless you're standing behind a building or standing under a tree. But other than that, everything is really well lit. That's not what we're doing here. We're just lighting the areas we want the audience to see. Let everything else go into shadow and that's gonna give the distinction of, of a dark scene, okay? So I hope you've gotten something out of this. Um, if you have any questions, or if I can clarify anything else, or if you know, I, I tend to ramble in these sometimes, so maybe I didn't explain something entirely, leave a message in the comments section, and next time I'm here on YouTube, I will answer what I can. Um, some people are DMing me, that's cool too, that's fine, and you can also email me through my site, theroamingdp.com. All right, I'll talk to you soon, bye-bye.